0: Whether you're just wrapping up the night shift or on your way to start the day, we got what you need.
1: Welcome to the morning shift.
0: It's the most mid-team in history. A whole new way to start your day with nationally televised reporter Tiffany Blackman. Any
1: pizza for me can be a personal. Can't wait. Former Falcons and Alabama offensive lineman Mike Johnson.
0: I've had my butt shoot by next a few
2: times.
1: You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And Atlanta sports radio guru Bo Morgan. Do
2: you know who I am? I'm Squid Bill. You
0: tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? It's a new experience. And a new take on a sports morning show. The morning shift is on.
1: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. Good morning. It is finally Friday. No one's more excited than me. To not have to watch Bo try to dance anymore. We are live here in the Kia <laughs> Studios. This is the morning shift on Sports Radio. 99. I don't dance the game. Like that. Trust me, you don't.
2: No, I was just doing that to get at you.
1: Hmm. I don't. know. I have some questions, but uh, yeah, it's me, <laughs> Tiffany, and Bo here with you, Dylon, we'll probably, and Day Day going to probably chime in with us. Uh, Mikey P is still down for the count. Technically, he was on the men, but I should say his family's down for the count with whatever stomach bug, it has been ravaging households. I know some people who have kids who have been taken out by whatever this is. Um, So hopefully they're all on the men. but Mike's taking care of his family this morning. So we hope you're all feeling better. I'm not going to, you know, you know.
2: You're going to be nice today.
1: All I said was they are the grounds for where contagion. Remember that movie? Like (laughs) Yes. Th- that's where.
2: <laughs> Are you saying there should be like a plastic bubble yeah, over their house? Is, yes. They should not be allowed out? You need out. a
1: hazmat suit to enter the Johnson household right now. But
2: they should just, like, Amazon should deliver them everything they need outside of the bubble. And then Mike can just kind of reach his arm through, like, yes. what, like those bubble boy arms.
1: Can I tell you, when I got, um, unfortunately, I got hand, foot, and mouth disease uh, uh, from a friend's kid. Adults usually don't get that crap because
2: Only you. you don't.
1: But I was so run down, living living the dream coming back from Napa Valley come back I think I've told the story before so I'll keep it short but uh yeah I end up getting it while covering the Panthers in Spartanburg during training camp and I woke up that next morning like something something's not right and then deteriorated the rest of the day by the time I got back to the hotel my fever had to be probably 102 or something I was going to collapse Wow um <laughs> so I get to my room, and I called for room service. I'm like, I don't I need ice cream. I need something. And the poor guy comes to the door. but I yell from the door. I was like, don't come in. Like He's like, what? But just leave it outside. I'll just just slip the thing through. I don't want to take you out. When I opened the door, he was like, oh, my. He literally he handed it to me and backed away, and I signed off. And
0: I'm sure he <laughs>
2: took off because I looked. Woo. <laughs> You know, if you'd have cleansed your body, <laughs> uh, it would reignite your immune system. You probably wouldn't have caught that.
1: Your body cleanses itself.
2: It it, it, it it doesn't when you keep putting toxins in it.
1: Well, let me ask, you know, everybody out there, I'm sure you all heard about Bo's little water cleanse that he did. And the first thing he does after he completes this yesterday is he
2: goes to his favorite Mexican restaurant. It was the second thing I did. I did eat uh, chicken noodle soup to, to get off, basically the broth, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then he goes to dinner, and he has a margarita and some especialis or whatever you said it was tacos. Like so somebody, I don't understand. Somebody, somebody it's did, going to make me irate. Somebody this did morning.
2: buy me a tequila shot too, so I might have taken. So nap.
1: what's the point? I don't. It's I, this is my head is going to explode i have morning. tried
2: to explain to you what the point no, is but you just don't really want to listen you don't want to watch no, the video no
1: i'm not watching the video because the first thing you don't do after you say you cleanse your body it's not. it was not, the
2: second thing i did I've i don't
1: you. care okay <laughs> the first thing you don't do second thing you don't do is go house a margarita and a tequila shot it, it negates everything you just did
2: mm, well i mean i beg the differ i feel great today i've only had one uh <laughs> I've only had two uh, squats. Did the doctor in your little video, Mio,
1: the doctor in your video, tell you to go, go pop off and have margaritas and? Well, shots? he said
2: he's, you know, he said you can go back to living life, but your first meal should probably be a, a broth. And so I did soup. I can't, Same thing. I'm done. I um, look, I've I've only had uh, one. Uh, this is my third bottle of water, and I've only had one with um Mio in it. So I can already feel the difference right now. I've almost gotten off my Mio dependency.
0: Well, I want to. Add- well, came in hot there, Bo.
2: I want to ask you: uh,
0: Do are uh, do you plan on doing this cleanse again at any uh, point in time?
2: Do I plan on doing this cleanse again? Um, well, maybe in a year or two, but we'll see. Make it an annual thing? No, I don't know about annual. It depends. I'll be honest. I was someone told me about this, and I said, "How do you feel after?" They said, "Well, I felt I feel really good. I felt felt better than I felt in a while, and my body was really ran down this year after football season." And I know Tiffany, you can relate because. You travel every weekend, where I do get some weekends to stay at home, and I just felt like I needed a reset. And part of it was I have lost some discipline that I used to have with diet, and I need, I wanted to get that back as far as snacking goes, uh, yeah. and also I just felt like you I wanted know? to get my. I wanted to get. I wanted to feel good again every morning when I woke yeah, up. Yeah,
1: you wanted to feel good with a margarita after and a shot. And you know?
2: and now I feel good even after a, a margarita and a shot last night. I feel good this morning.
1: Look,
2: Tiffany doesn't. One of us overslept.
1: You know who does feel good this morning? Who's that? Maybe Dan Quinn.
2: Yeah. You guys good remember for DQ. that name?
1: He is uh reportedly going to be the head coach, it hasn't been officially announced yet, right? Of the Washington Commanders. And as me and Bo were discussing this morning, they will face the Falcons this coming season. Yeah, so, D Q now going up to DC. Ha ha. Um you know, I thought it was all right, fine. Didn't appreciate it though
2: no it's it's uh look it's um it's okay it's uh, you're all right your jokes are okay sometimes look I'm happy for Dan I'm happy for him to get a second shot I think people forget that you know as bad as it ended here which I think he you know I think I think the fans do a good job of sharing blame that they always say DQ and TD but end of the day he was 43 and 42 here even with as bad as it ended. Uh, that's losing his last five. The team had waves, though. It felt like, you know, they had a great two season stretch there, where they made the playoffs and, uh, you know, almost won should have won a Super Bowl, and then we're literally one play away from going back to the NFC Championship game. And this is a this is a thing where he is everything is new there, new new, new GM, new new front office, new ownership, everything is new. So he gets to kind of go in there from the ground up. And build from the ground up, which he's never gotten a chance to do. You know, if if you remember, which I know our fans do, he came in here and Matt Ryan was going into what, his uh sixth or seventh season or something like that. Yeah. And so it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole new thing. And and I and I'm happy for him. He's a he's a great human being. He's he went into Dallas and he turned around that defense. That was one of the worst defenses in the league when he got in there. And now, and he's done a good job of creating roles that fit players that can are kind of hybrid type guys and coaching guys up like Diggs and you know Mark Parsons is an incredible athlete, Tiffany. But he, a lot of people wondered how he would be used in the NFL because some people thought he was too small to put his hand in the dirt. But well, then
1: they made him this hybrid yeah, type of player that yeah,
2: turning him into an all pro. I mean, look at him; he's one of the best defensive players, one of the best pass rushers in the game today. So,
1: And now the, the question for uh, DQ now is how do they handle the defense in D.C.? And then also offensively, what happens with Eric Bieniemy? So yep. I know him and Sam Howell from our production meeting, they seem to have a really great relationship and Howell appreciated how hard uh Bien-Aimé pushes him. And he's the type of player that can take that kind of coaching. So it'll be interesting to see what DQ ends up doing. When it comes down to firing, fi- finding an offensive coordinator.
2: Well, I know it's going to tie into a conversation we have um, later on about the college football and the coaching coaches that are that are leaving in flux. But oh yeah, there could be an off there could be a head coach in college right now that actually interviews with Washington for that OC job.
1: We'll talk about that next when we come back here on the morning shift on Sports Radio Ninety Nine The Game.
0: started Go ahead. with the morning shift time for the show on sports radio 92.9 the game one two three it's time to take a look at today's top headlines
1: this is the front page on the morning shift this hour is brought to you by morgan and morgan injured hire morgan and morgan america's largest injury law firm all right let's talk about the falcons latest hire they have named ike hilliard their wide receivers coach and he comes to atlanta having most recently served as the co-offensive coordinator wide receivers coach at auburn in 2022 and he has had extensive history uh in the league coaching and as a player as well and he has familiarity of course with Raheem morris yeah from their time in tampa bay together that's right so now this staff is what? We've got your OC, you've got your DC.
2: I think we're a linebackers and a tight coach away maybe. Um, but you got I think you got almost everything else.
1: Yeah, lined it seems up. like it.
2: Hilliard is uh was a was a first off. I remember like Hilliard from his playing days in college uh, most most mostly because I mean obviously I know he's play he played with I think I think he played with Tampa at some point in time, but yeah, the, dude was he, yeah. a stud in college, played on that 96 Florida National Championship team. I remember watching those guys. It was Ridel Anthony, Ike Hilliard, and Jaquez Green, and Danny Warfel was slinging around to them. But he was a great receiver in college, um, and he's coached some great players. I mean, this guy's coached, uh, you know, uh, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin.
1: That's what I was about to highlight. Yeah, when he was in uh, DC from uh, what? Who's there? 2012, it looks like at, through 2014, and again uh, in 2019. So, and McLaurin basically was, <laughs> if you remember, during those maybe tougher times for Washington. I was kind of the glue holding that offense uh together.
2: Yeah, he, he coached also coached uh Juju and Deontay Johnson. He got Deontay he helped Deontay Johnson reach an all-pro season. So look, it's a good hire. Um you can't go wrong with a with a gator on the staff, SEC guy. Oh God. But 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 this guy knows how to play the position and he clearly knows how to coach the position. So I love the hire for what that raheem brought in. I think so far, you know, the guys they've retained and then the guys they brought in on top of that. It, it, it's been a it's been a good job, it's
1: guys. You would want to make up yeah. your
2: staff. Yeah, you've got some some good guy, guys that know how to do these things and coach the, coach them, but also some guys that have a, you know some some flair with latitude, and then you have Raheem who's going to be the great neutralizer of it all and be the guy that kind of brings brings it all there and can and knows both sides of the ball really well. So on paper, it's a very good coaching staff so far being put together.
1: So we're talking about people who are. Getting jobs right in the NFL. There are college coaches leaving to try to get some of these NFL jobs. And one of them happens to be Jeff Hafley, who was the head coach of Boston College football. And he was announced or they're expected, excuse me, the Packers are to hire him and make that announcement as their new defensive coordinator. This is according to Pete Thamel of ESPN. Halfley was 22 22 and 26 in four seasons with Boston College and they earned bowl eligibility Uh, three times actually had one of their games i believe it was against missouri two years ago in halfley uh during halfley's time there but he becomes the third college head coach to leave for a coordinator job in the nfl so you have south alabama's uh is it Kami Womack,
2: Kane Womack, Kane yep. Womack.
1: Sorry, I cannot. It looks like it's a double. It looks like it's, a double. it's two ends in the rundown. Okay, Kane Womack, and then uh, Buffalo's Maurice Linguist.
2: And those guys actually left for for Alabama um, to be. To, uh, well, one of them left for Alabama, but they um, actually they both did. But but the thing is, is they were. second so <laughs> They were second tier jobs that they were head coaches at. As far, they were at one, you know, you said Buffalo. And uh, South Alabama, those weren't top tier. And it's becoming tougher for those schools to to in this day and age to do these things. And even Boston College, honestly, is, is one of those jobs. And that's what Pete Thamel wrote in his article that Halfley, sources close to Halfley said that, look, he wants to coach football in a league that's all about football. And college coaching has become fundraising, NIL, yep. and recruiting your own team and transfers. There's no time to coach football anymore. And that is the issue with the non-regulation of the NIL NIL. and the transfer portal and the college game right now is you guys, when you talk to some people that are are in the know and you think, well, you know, every year you have to recruit these players. No, some of these guys you're having to recruit two to three times a week in in, in a certain time period. There are coaches in the SEC and the SEC alone, and multiple coaches that I've heard reports of uh, from not from them, but obviously from inside that they have had the same player come back to them two to three times in the same week and say, Hey, you got a match? (laughs) I know you gave me this, but now this team XY has offered this amount. And then all that they can tell their player is, I don't know, let me make a call. And then by the third time, you finally get with this player and you're just like, you know what? Uh, The offer is what it is. I I can't get you anymore. You either want to stay here or you're going for however much. And look, we can say, I'm not bemoaning the player. Great for the player. That's if, if, if you, but... At what point, and I know that it's tough because these are young kids and these are are big amounts of money, but at one point, do you even have in your own head, I'm pushing this a little much. Like, you can wear out your own welcome somewhere.
1: Yeah, I I was trying to think of how do you solve this problem. But, yeah, if I'm a college football coach, I'm trying to do whatever I can to go to the next league, which would be the NFL, to try to just purely coach football. Do they, in college, try to create some sort of – Each school gets its own section where there's someone that basically oversees all this. So the coach isn't having to go back and forth with the player. But then at the same time, if you're the coach, you need to know what you have on your roster, who you have on your roster, because you can't get behind in college football. People already, I mean, we talked about Nick Saban before how, you know, maybe they have won a national championship and they're right back in the office. Probably not like less than a week later, so I don't I don't know how you solve the problem, you, uh, but I can I can see how frustrating it is for a college football coach to not only have to coach and coach up your players, but also have to become some sort of like businessman well, on the side, negotiator, wheeling and dealing, trying to keep these top guys in your program.
2: You're almost gonna have to hire a GM type. That
1: that's thank you. I cannot.
2: In but the but the problem with that is, you're, see it's 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 a it's, it's a mess because you're a recruiter you're recruiting you know the the one thing we know about today's college ball game before the nil is you have to be a a a one recruiter to win um, that was that's what a lot of these schools are targeting is the top recruiters that can also top recruiters that are coordinators a you know like Kirby Smart was was. A good defensive... A really good defensive coordinator on the best team in college football and a dynasty, but he was a... But he was a... Extremely... He was a great recruiter. Let's just be out there. He was a better recruiter than he probably is defensive coach. But... He's an overall guy as well. We've seen that at Georgia. I'm not taking away from what he's done. But how good of a recruiter he was was was, was one of the biggest lures that I think teams had to him. And so... I say all that to say you still got to build a recruit, but you need a GM to handle this stuff where the right. guy comes back and someone to take that load off so you can still do these other things and coach. But you're going to have to sign these guys to contracts. The NIL money is going to come in where where to, businesses yeah. put that into happens. this fund and then they get and then but when these players sign, they sign a 2-year contract saying that they can't transfer or something like that. It has to be regulated. So
1: in following suit with what we're talking about, when you look at Alabama now, and this is according to multiple reports, new Alabama Offensive Coordinator Ryan Grubb could be returning to the state of Washington just weeks after moving to join the Crimson Tide program and join his former head coach, Kalen DeBoer there, who is now the head coach at Alabama. So Grubb's name has appeared as one of the top options for the Seattle Seahawks Offensive Coordinator position. And they hired Mike McDonald, we know, as their head coach. That whole press conference, everything went down on Wednesday. So Grubb could be, hey, he's out, Alabama. Yeah, I'm going back to Washington. And,
2: and, it, and, it's, and it's like, what, three weeks old? Not even? And guess what? There's another name. There's, a, there's another coach in college football that, that is interested in leaving for the NFL and going back to the NFL. Chip Kelly reportedly interviewed multiple times with the Raiders. And now there is talk out there that, the, that Dan Quinn has interest or that they have mutual interest and that he was going to they that he might bring him in for an interview as the OC there or at least in some position uh depending on what happens obviously with Eric Biamine and I think Biamine's probably could be a front runner to to stay there but it just keeps getting crazier now where's USC? USC, UCLA. Sorry guys, where's UCLA going <laughs> to go? One of
1: those California schools. Yeah, it's
2: California school that joined the Big Ten. But where's where's UCLA going to go to find their next head coach? The, it's February, Tiffany. What is it? Uh, next spring. Next, spring, next, next right? Wednesday is signing day, the Ooh. official signing day. So there might be players that could, that if this happens by the end of the weekend, they might leave the recruiting class.
1: And how are you supposed? Yeah, how are we supposed to want to sign there if you don't even have my
2: coach? I mean, not to mention the portal would open for those UCLA players for another 30 days. This Uh, is wild.
1: It is wild. You know what else is wild? Some of these NBA All-Star Reserve and All-Star Team snubs. We'll tell you why that hits close to home. We'll also hit a TB's timeout. You ever had someone, I don't know, driving a little crazy, maybe riding your you-know-what, and then you guys end up pulling up at the same location at the same time? Hmm. Quite interesting, isn't it? I'll tell you what happened to me this morning. That's next on Sports Radio 929 The Game.
0: It's more than just sports talk. This is The Morning Shift. I'm in.
1: Me too. On Sports Radio 929 The Game. I love this song. Okay. (laughs) We're back here on The Morning Shift. Before we get to the TV's time out, let's take a look at the All-Star roster and reserves for the NBA. The upcoming All-Star game is happening February 18th in Indianapolis. Your Eastern Conference starters, of course, Giannis, then Jason Tatum, Joel, <laughs> Joel Embiid.
0: Okay, over there, Tiffany, almost did it again. I almost did it. Who will, who will be replaced? It's so
1: funny to read. Yes, because, unfortunately, he's dealing with some sort of meniscus, uh, reportedly, some sort of meniscus issue. Oh, man, I almost got myself. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton and (laughs) Damian Lillard.
2: You know what the best (laughs) part about this is? is You're the one that speaks on TV, (sighs) like, in your TV voice with the prim and proper words. And here I am, you know, old... Squid from Dallas, Georgia, and, and I can because I you I got you know, like to
1: be loose for radio. And, and, you got to be who you you know. And you're like
2: Joel Embiid.
1: I almost did it because I've done it because it's funny, but I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just trying to read. Yeah, <laughs> well, not, reading's hard for
2: some of us. Not
1: doing a good job this morning. You. Uh, this print is really small. Okay, reserves: Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, Bam Adebayo, Jalen Brown, Julius Randall. And Paulo Branchero. those are, that's all your Eastern Conference. Yeah,
2: it? and it's there's a there's a name that's not on there.
1: Yeah, who cares about the West? We'll just stick with the East then. Right yeah,
2: now. there's <laughs> a name that's not on there. and That's Trey Young.
1: <laughs> it is Trey Young. This was making I, this was kind of blowing up on the X yesterday.
2: Yeah, uh, people surprised, uh, very surprised. Former the, the the app formerly known as Twitter. Yes. Um, yeah, Mike Conti tweeted, you know, something about 2.2 million, I think, people voted for Trey Young to yeah. be in the All Star game, yeah. and he's not there. Um, this is a conversation because if I'm not mistaken, does it, Dylan, isn't, doesn't the, um, isn't this a, the, the, the reserves, a pick between the players in the, in the, in the league or is it coaches? Uh, yeah, I think coaches and I think I have to double check. I'm pretty sure media might have a say in the reserves reserves. as well. Yeah. I see how we view Trey Young in this city. Is not clearly how he's viewed nationally, and that is a problem. Is that because we don't get as many? Now look, when it's coaches and players, they play every they play every team, uh, every team in the NBA plays the other twice, if I'm not mistaken. I know at least once. So it you, it's not like you know, it's not like you don't know. So why does Trey not get this respect? Where what is? What is is it is it a personal thing, or is it the fact that he's playing on a losing team? Like this
1: happened last year. Dial, dial, I guess, dial you have a—
0: By the way, just to put a bow on it, so the reserves are selected by a combination of fan vote, media, and uh, the players. Yeah. Oh. So
2: the players have an input. The fans clearly wanted to see him in. So, so it, then it's a. Well, it's it, it had it can't look two thirds of the it's two there's it has to be a two thirds of the thing right? Is there's three different voting parts. So two-thirds of the group, of the voting group, didn't like you, as the way I would assume it.
1: Basically, yeah. So it
2: has to be media and players because we saw the fans want him in there. It's an interesting thing for me because it's a guy you would want in an All-Star game because I think the way he plays would be really fun to watch in the All-Star. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, I think the way he's played this year, he deserves it, whether he's on a losing team or not. I'm not sure. Should be taken in if you have a guy that's playing at an all you know an all pro or not even an all pro but an all star level. How's he not all star? I just don't understand that. You know, let's. This is this is an individual thing. This isn't about the team, so it doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
1: Look, um, we've seen this happen before, and I don't know what has to change for for him. I, I don't know. I mean, he's he's the way he's playing doesn't need to change.
2: So no, I don't know. You almost wonder if this is personal. That's if, what if yeah. people don't like him. It, the, the, I shouldn't
1: say he has to change, but what needs to what What is going on? I, That's basically what I'm trying to get at.
2: And when people say, "Oh, why are you don't don't, don't say that?" or uh, "How you know what what are you do you doing? Well, what else is a disconnect? All right, it's not just because he's on a bad team. There's they. It's not what's any, the
1: percent? So the fans we know the fan vote, but how?
2: I would imagine it's 33, 33, like you split thirty three, thirty three, thirty three, thirty. Across yeah. the board,
1: right? So yeah. then, so.
0: And just to put a final note on it, too, for the longest time, I, I think he might have even finished uh, second. He either finished second or third, but for a long time, he was in second behind Tyrese Halliburton uh, as far as the fan vote goes. So, the, to, to y'all's point, the fans clearly wanted him fans, in. So, this yeah. is this is something to do with media and players probably.
2: Yeah, no, that's no probably. It has to yeah. be. And that's the problem for me is where – why and where is the disconnect? I mean, that's something that we've got to – We've got to figure out.
1: And player-wise is – I know we have to get the TV timeout. Player-wise, you could put that in another category, don't know what the disconnect is or whatever it is there. But media-wise, you cannot – if you if you have the ability to vote in something like this, Heisman, whatever, you cannot do it with a biased approach. Like your media, it's unbiased, so you go with the facts. And the facts in NBA would be the stats.
2: And, it's- and so – it's just not an all-star game thing, though. Remember the the Olympic team thing? Like, like this is not just an all-star no, game thing. No,
1: no, and that, yeah. But I know that's it's That's not different. a media thing, but no, yes. No, it's
2: not, but that's, uh, that's coaches and players that are playing that game. I mean, there there is some kind of disconnect between Trey Young and, 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 a, and a good portion of the league, and I don't know what it is.
1: Well, maybe it lights him up even more to keep putting together the season that he's having. He goes out there and balls out the rest of the way, so... Lots of times that happens, with folks, right, let's hit a TB's timeout.
0: Now listen up. Now let's take a look at what's going on in Tiffany's world. The same fun with TB's timeout on The Morning Shift.
1: Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Look, I'm the type of person that if you're going to ride my tail when I'm driving, I'm going to slow down, okay? I'm. But I've tried to...
2: I tried to person. not be
1: that person because people are crazy. And I did. It's funny because I woke up this morning and I forget what I saw on the internet, but basically it was reminding you, "Hey, people are crazy. Just, you know, you apologize if something happens cuz people are crazy even if you're not even if you're not in the wrong, just cuz people are crazy these days." So, I'm driving into work this morning and I get to a light and someone before I'm even creeping to the light, is on my tail, like I'm like, aggressively on my tail, and I'm like, "Be cool, it's five whatever in the morning. I'm I'm cool."
2: So they're de- they're definitely in a hurry to get somewhere. They're definitely
1: in a hurry to get there, but you know how the I, I, like when you drive the same Rudy every day, like I know the system of the light. Same who? <laughs> the route route. I
2: yeah, you, said you definitely Rudy. called
0: it a Rudy. You
1: Rudy? I said Rudy? Yeah.
0: yeah. It sounded like you said Rudy. It
2: did like you said Rudy.
1: I think I just slurred my words together. But whatever. Anyway, back to the story. So, <laughs> so you know the timing of the lights, which is good and bad. And I usually know if once I turn on 14th, I can make the first two. I'm not going to get that third one because
2: yeah, I know the timing of if it. If they're green when you make the turn, yes, you're, you're only going to get two. You're, you're absolutely you only going right. to get two.
1: Unless you're speeding and I'm not trying to take an L in the morning. And so but this person's on my tail already. So the light turns, I realize, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going. And I notice I'm doing 31. Okay, I'm four miles under the speed limit. I, I don't race through here anymore. I may have done it in the past. There's too many crazy people walking around at night. Like I'm not trying to hit anybody on my way to work. So I slow it down. Car's still on my butt. We get to the point where you're about to turn onto Peachtree and you're on 14th. So you can, a lot of people always mess this up if you're not from here. It's a left turn lane only. The other lane, you can go straight, you can make your right. Yeah. So this person's trying to actually whip it around me to cut in front of me. What kind of car was this? This was, I'm not going to say what, huh?
2: But it was a red car. It was car, a very,
1: right? a fast, fancy car.
2: Oh. And, One made um, overseas, probably. You know,
1: I'm in my Millennium Soccer Mom car that just <laughs> transports dogs. It's and got
2: so. That's somewhat banged up.
1: But my car's got some go- my I, I've got a, you know, I got, some, yeah. I got a foreign vehicle myself. So anyway, they're trying to pass me up. And so I. May have flicked the sport mode because <laughs> I'm like, not nah, this isn't happening because they would have cut me off. There's a move. There's a point we have to make a defensive play here. Yeah, I'm not going to get cut off and have to slam on my brakes. I'm not doing
2: that. So it sounds like this person.
1: So they fast and furious their way. Going to the drift, same line. They lane. drifted to the right, came back over behind me because they realized they weren't going to pass me in that short of space. <laughs> I make the left. I'm like, oh, they're making a left. I'm like, this this person is coming into work. This person's coming the Same place I'm coming now. I'm like, I want to know who this is. Well, if you're Plot coming Dickens.
2: in here that early, it probably Don't, means we are not calling, talking- no, no. <laughs> if you're coming here that early, it probably means you're working in the same business we are, which means there's only one radio state, there's only one radio company in this building. I'm not
1: going to make any assumptions, so either. they have
2: to be working at WAOK. Look,
1: I'm not trying Star to call anybody out, I'm, or not trying, I'm not trying to be about that life, but if it's Bo, a, Bo, I wish you was not trying to pour gasoline a fancy on sports a fire. Car, if
2: it's a fancy sports car. Bo, it it, it, it Bo, Now that narrows your, Bo, it down Bo, of Bo, who makes that money. Yeah, it does. I, mean,
1: I already put it out there, so whatever.
2: Dylan, but you anyway. know who I think this could be? <laughs> Actually, I don't. I know who it was. I don't know who
1: But it just was funny to me because there's been times where we've all been in that situation. Someone's tailing you, and they miss all the lights. And then you end up pulling up at the grocery store at the same time. Oh, just wait, kinda, just
0: clicked. I think I know who and it you just is. Just kind
1: of give them that look like, mm,
0: so they made you eye contact no, me. No,
1: this no, no. That did not happen this morning because when they exited their vehicle, you know, we both are pulled in the same direction. So when they got out, you get out on the left on the driver's side, their back was to me because I, I definitely shot a glance over there because I'm crazy. And so <laughs> I wanted to know, but their back was to me. But I knew, I knew. I know who you are.
0: I just like how you kind of, you know, hit the little flex on them when you put that thing in sport, showed them, hey, you ain't the only one got a sport. Does, mode. I mean, their Does, car with smoke Yeah,
1: Their car was, was smoke smoke. It was person... just the amount of space that I had between the light and that, I knew. But no, nah, guess... you,
2: you just had to show him you had a little muscle too, Tiff. I, I
1: respect your
2: hustle. This person maybe go by a nickname?
1: You need to shut your
2: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I, is, I may. Is,
1: you, is, Bo, I'm telling you to shut up right now. <laughs>
0: I want to know what that paper purple was going to accomplish. This, this,
1: I, I grabbed what was nearest to me to throw it in Bo's face. <laughs> was that your show sheet? Yeah, it was. Now I can't read. Now you really can't read I it. I are <laughs> really going to have show. problems so, for two more hours. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about what went down this morning, or what really, what didn't went down. There wasn't any drama. I
2: know, but balls. in my head,
1: in my head, there was drama.
2: I can talk to their boss for you.
1: This hour brought to you by Morgan and Morgan America's. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> This hour brought to you by Morgan and Morgan, injured hire Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Uh it'll be seven o'clock when we come back, so we're gonna, you know, do some more radio. Also gotta tell you guys how I hustled last night. All right. Got me a discount.
2: And we'll talk about the Falcons adding a new coach to their staff. And is there a problem in college football?
1: Boom. We'll be right back here on the morning shift on sports radio night tonight the game.